Hey, so I decided to do a podcast today because I got a new phone, I got the iPhone SE, it was a little bit more affordable, it was like around $400, I don't really want to spend like $800 or $1,000 like I did last time, so I was like, okay, I'll get this phone. They said that, I mean, the guy selling it said that it was better than the um, SR that I had before, so... I was like, okay, so hopefully it will be better and I'll like it. It looks pretty good. Um, he thought that, I mean, the graphics kind of didn't look that good to me at first, but now that I'm looking at it at home, it looks great. The camera looks really good. Mm, it looks better than my last camera, actually. So, wait. Yeah, so... I'm happy with it so far. I have to order a case online because I asked how much was this one of the cases and they said like $80. It was like, oh yeah, no thanks. And what else happened? So, oh yeah, my YouTube um, account, one of them got deleted and this was the oldest one that I had. And I was shocked. I, at first, I didn't know what was going on because it logged me into a different account, and I didn't even, I didn't even know what was going on. I was just like, "Huh?" <laughs> I thought I was in a different account, and it turned out I was in that account. So it was surprising to me. But then I ended up, you know, looking at it and. I was like, okay, so I read what it said, so that it was deleted, I wrote why, and they said something about hate speech or whatever, which is not true. My whole thing was, if I saw someone writing a comment about people like me, black women, <laughs> I would argue with them. That was used, that used to be my thing, because I used to um, follow a lot of pro-black hotep channels, you know, pro-black male, pro-light-skinned women, pro-dark-skinned men, though that's what they ended up being. And they would always say negative things about dark-skinned women. So I used to go back and forth with them all the time. And I wasn't ashamed of it, but I wasn't proud of it either. So I started another Gmail because I was like, what if my employer sees this? So I wasn't, like, proud of it. So when it got deleted, a part of me felt bad because I used that account for so many years. But a part of me also felt, and I had so many saved videos. So I was like, oh, man, now I got to save these videos all over again. But um, a part of me felt really good because it was like a fresh new start. So even though I missed some of the things, like some of the videos, I uploaded one video privately um, for myself, but I don't even care about that video. So in a way, I'm, I'm glad that the account got deleted. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, um, I kind of miss it a little bit. But I kind of get a little bit annoyed because look I didn't have an account where I was going out of my way to attack people for no reason these were people talking about my demographic talking about people like me and this kind of reminded me of the video that I made on here a while back about basically it was about massage noir versus transphobia and how transgender uh, one transgender person named T.S. Madison was talking about how it's okay to say fish but it's not okay to say anything that they don't like because we as black women don't go through as much as they do as transgender black women and I said that's not true 
If anything, I think they have it a little bit better because people respect them more. They respect their pronouns. They don't respect black women's pronouns. And recently I actually got, I received an orientation at my job and they talked about sexual orientation. Now I always go through a lot of orientations because I work in healthcare and education. So I am always getting trained every single year on like how to interact with people in the most politically correct way. But when I was in school being trained a few years back, it said there were lesbians, there were um, bisexuals, homosexuals, and they did mention that there are transgender people, but they didn't go into details with transgender people. But this year they did, they went very in depth. And they said that it is considered, as of 2020 anyways, it's considered misgendering someone if you call them by a name that is not theirs, that is that does not align with their gender identity. So calling Wendy Williams Wendell, which is a masculine name that does not align with her gender identity, is actually technically misgendering. But people do that all the time. And I knew that that was because when you call Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, they say that's misgendering. But that's the difference between transphobia and misogynoir. People don't respect black women who are born female. They don't respect our gender identity. They don't respect us at all. So I definitely felt like that was wrong but see when i say stuff like that they consider it as hate speech if i throw a few curse words in there because the person i'm right replying to is throwing shade but i used to curse people out i never cared and i do that in real life too and don't care but people always want to act like i'm the bad guy because i done cursed them out but they're not bad when they say all these bad things about me because i'm a black woman so you know it's just hypocrisy and then Excuse me. It's the fact that there's all these channels on YouTube where they get to bully and harass black women all day long. And it's completely fine. But if black women make channels replying to these videos and we don't do it in the most tactful, diplomatic way, if we don't all act like we're Michelle Obama and went to law school and argue in the most politically correct way possible, it's an issue. But these people, when they degrade us, they don't do it in a politically correct way. They say whatever they want to say and their channels are still up there. So I don't really like the hypocrisy. I'm glad the channel's gone because I'm glad that now I don't have to think about it. I can turn a new leaf. And now I do know because I was arguing with people a lot in my 20s. And like the last comment that I wrote, I just felt like writing it. Like I just was like, screw this person. And it was really negative. But in general, I have been trying to keep it more positive. But now I'm just keeping it positive. And now that I've had years of training working in healthcare, I got I get train annual training and just periodic training here and there all the time. I know how to talk to people in a more professional way. And that just happens with years of experience with working and just growing and becoming wiser also. Cause I was in my twenties before and now I'm in my thirties. So of course I know how to speak to people in the appropriate way when need be. But I just find it so interesting how if I say something that's not politically incorrect, it's hate speech. But all these channels on YouTube, the hundreds and hundreds of channels that sit around talking about 
Now, I'm not a mom, but they bash dark skins, single moms. They bash them so bad every single day, calling them bed winches. I don't know how it's okay to call somebody a bed winch and that's not considered hate speech. They call them uh, baby mamas, which they are, but they say that that's a bad thing. But how is being a mother a bad thing? If it wasn't for mothers, none of us would be here. But they never make fun of single fathers, ever. They never act like being a single father is a bad thing at all. But being a single mother is awful. They act like being a single father is good. Oh, at least he takes care of his kids. But what about at least she takes care of her kids? You know, it's always so much degradation. And I'm just like, why is it okay? Like, I'm glad that I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm glad that that channel was deleted. Because to be honest, I didn't even know how to delete it myself. And I have like six other channels. Because I have so many emails. So... I, you know, it's not a big deal to me, but I would have never deleted it myself, so I'm glad they did it, but I'm not glad that other people's channels aren't deleted. I see all these racist white women, you know, just even recently I saw people comparing Megan Thee Stallion to Kylie Jenner, and this one white woman was like, Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> does not look as good as Kylie Jenner, maybe sweetie, but not Megan. It's like, that's not even Kylie's real face, are you kidding me? Like, seriously, if we compare... Kylie's real face to Megan Thee Stallion's real face. Megan Thee Stallion does look better in a lot of people's opinion. Kylie's real face wasn't very attractive. She keeps saying she's Stormy's twin. She made herself look like Stormy. That's why she loves Stormy so much because that's the face she wanted. She doesn't have full cheeks. She doesn't have naturally. She doesn't have full lips naturally. I remember when she had to get her lips deflated for some reason. They were all small and her cheeks looked swollen compared to her small lips like her face is so completely fake her body is fake and that's fine but I never hear anyone saying well Megan Thee Stallion's hair is so much better than Katy Perry's hair because her hair looks damaged the first thing they would say is that's not Megan's real hair but her hair, Megan's hair does, I mean, her real hair is long too, but Megan Thee Stallion's hair usually does look better than Katy Perry's hair. Katy Perry's hair lately has been looking really damaged, but nobody would ever say that Megan Thee Stallion's hair looks better because that's not her real hair. That's fake hair. You see what I'm saying? But it's okay to praise Kylie Jenner's fake face and fake body over Megan Thee Stallion's real face and real body. Like, just no respect. It's not okay to misgender a transgender person, but it's okay to misgender a black woman. Born and raised female her whole life, never even thought about changing gender, but you can just misgender her because you don't like her. It's not okay to criticize some, uh, Kylie Jenner's fake face, but it is okay to criticize Megan Thee Stallion's real face. Sometimes Kylie Jenner, her lips are crooked. Like when she opens her mouth and smiles, sometimes it looks swollen and strange. But if you say that, you're being mean. But I remember when they were comparing Black China's body to... On TMZ, they were comparing her to some Hispanic plus-size model. I can't remember her name. And they were saying how that model was so much better. But then a year later, there was this woman who filled up her lips to the max and looked horrible and they were like well we're not going to criticize her face too much because we don't want to degrade women but you degraded black china's fake body 
why can't you degrade this lady's fake lips? It's, just a, it's like you anything that you can criticize about a black woman, you should criticize. But when it comes to other people, no, you have to show them respect. That's the thing that gets on my nerves. So that's the thing with YouTube. It's like you can't say anything homophobic. Can't say anything anti-Semitic. You can't say anything transphobic. You can't say anything that's anti-black male or anti-black light-skinned woman or anti-mixed race. But you can say whatever you want about black women because we're supposedly at the bottom of the totem pole. And the thing that's crazy is none of y'all would even exist if it wasn't for black women because black women are the original human being. There was a time when there wasn't even any men. There's science that proves that. It started with black women. So y'all talk so much, but there was a time when there was nothing but black women on the planet. There was a time when there was nothing but black people. And now we're a global minority and we get made fun of the most. Like, it's so crazy. Like, there are so many diseases that have been cured because of black women's DNA. There are so many women who can give birth because they got black women's uterine transplants, uterus transplants. There's so many things that have happened that have saved people's lives because of our organs, but then people degrade us so much. There's so many different things that have happened, so many different genres of music that have been invented by black people, black women specifically as well, you know, jazz, um, R&B, hip hop, um, rock and roll, you know, Elvis's song, Nothing But a Hound Dog, was such a big hit. And then that was that was the song that a black woman made. So it's like so many things that us as black women have done. But then we get talked down about the most. The first woman to be a self-made millionaire in America was a black woman. And then people praise Kylie Jenner so much. And she comes from a rich family. But there were so many black women who were millionaires in the early part of the 20th century from selling cosmetics when white women weren't even working and doing anything. And even with all the good things that we've done, we, we do bad things too. Don't get me wrong. I have issues with black women all the time. But why is it that it's always like we get lumped up together when I have an issue with a black woman for example is it because she's just like me because if she was just like me she'd be treating me the way I want to be treated if I have an issue with a black woman it's because she's different than me because she's not treating me the way that I would treat myself because she's not treating me the way that I would treat her like we're not all the same and I hate that it's such a thing where we're all treated like we're just the same it's so annoying like, that's the thing that I hate about it. So I don't have a problem with the fact that you can't use hate speech. Like, I'm glad that that channel got deleted. I'm glad I'm not going to be talking like that anymore, honestly. Like, I'm just glad that I get to be more positive. And today, I was watching a video from Chrissy, and she was talking about some black guy. Like, all these black women keep talking about this black guy who's very popular now for, like, cursing out black women every day. And my whole thing is, I look at that as... S&M, like it's sadomasochism. Some people just like being abused and I don't really care about that channel that he has. He's given dating advice, but his whole thing is like, just, just know you're not really, from what I'm hearing from these women, 
you're not really that valuable. We don't like you that much. So just sleep with us and um, deal with our crap. And yeah, it just doesn't seem like anything valuable. He's just yelling and cursing at black women on a regular basis. And if that's what the black women want to call in, I have no issue with that. Because some people like being abused. That's what they like. So let them be abused. But for me, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm trying to keep it positive. So seeing all these videos, like, I didn't even finish the commentary that Chrissy did. Because I'm not even trying to talk about that or write about that. I don't care what he thinks, you know. And there was a... A homegirl of mine I was talking to the other night because I was doing some online dating. I deleted all the apps now, but there was one guy that I connected with and I liked him or whatever. He was okay, but he's a bus driver and I know he's not going to move because he makes a good living. He has his own place. He's doing pretty good and I'm trying to move out of state. I'm not trying to even be in this region of the country. I'm trying to save up my money. And I'm very motivated to get all my ducks in a row so I can get out of the state and go where I need to go and do what I need to do. So even though I met him, his job is not a job where he can just get up and go. He's trying to stay here until he retires. And that's fine. That's his life. But I'm trying to be out of here within the next six months or sooner. So I'm trying to just work as much as I can. I'm trying to not go out to eat like that. I bought my lunch bag with me today. I did not go out and buy anything. Like, I'm trying to really change. I'm trying to go grocery shopping, meal prep. I bought sandwich bread, sandwich meat. I make sandwiches. I bought some fruit with me. I bought some chips. I bought a Pop-Tart. I didn't even eat all the food that I bought because, <coughs> excuse me, I bought so much and then I bought a protein shake with me in the morning, and that's what I drink for breakfast. And I made breakfast for myself, but I still felt a little hungry because I didn't have any meat. So it wasn't that much protein. So I had a protein shake, um, protein powder mixed with almond milk, and that tasted really good. And I was happy and content with that. So I went out and I did not buy anything. And I, that's what I plan on doing from now on because I want to eat food that I enjoy, but I don't want to waste all my money going out to eat because I'm trying to save that way I can purchase um what I need to purchase and get out of this state but I was doing my online dating because I wanted to see all what was out there and get a feel for dating and I was wanting to find somebody but you know I wanted to find somebody who was making a decent salary and somebody who could move you know or I was trying to see if I could adjust the app so I could date someone in another state but I couldn't figure out how to do that so on one of the apps I didn't get any attention so I deleted it on another app I got a lot of attention um but I didn't really like any of the guys it was a couple guys saying they was in the military they couldn't talk it was one guy like I talked to him because I like to talk to these guys quick so I downloaded an app where I could use a different phone number other than mine because I called one guy and tried to block him, but I was still getting his calls. Like, it was saying, miss call, miss call, but I could see his call. And then I'm getting his text and I can read his text. So I was like, nah, I cannot do this no more. So I, I texted him. I, called, I actually called him back and I said, look, I'm blocking you. I don't like you. I don't want anything to do with you because I don't like what you said. I don't like what you did and I'm done. 
And then he respected that and I left it at that. But I was like, okay, I, I don't want that to happen again. So I used another app. And then with this app, I was able to use a different phone number. So after I got annoyed with a guy, I could just hang up on him, block him, and the calls didn't go through at all. So I was like, okay, this is better. So I'm dating, and then I narrow it down to, like, two guys that are cool. Because I like to talk to them right away because all the texting back and forth with strangers, I'm not trying to tell everybody all my business online that I don't know who they are. I want to talk to you. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear how you talk. I want to get your vibe like is he gonna start talking about things that I don't like like I want to get a feel for your personality and then I want to see what you look like I want to FaceTime you etc so I, I narrowed down to two guys one of them he was okay then he got on my nerves so I, I blocked him and then another guy he was cool the last guy he was cool but he seemed like I don't know there were certain things about him that I wasn't in love with, you know, certain parts of his personality, but it wasn't nothing that I couldn't compromise on. He seemed decent. He didn't, he didn't tell me that he had any kids. I didn't ask, but he had a decent job that he was someone new to. He had his own place, his first place. He's in his early thirties like me and, um, where I live, people, you know, live with their parents for a long time because it's very expensive. So... I was like, I'm okay with that, and he was doing pretty good, but he has a stable job in a very expensive city with, you know, he's not moving, he's not trying to move, and he doesn't need to move. I'm trying to move, so for me, I already did that in the past, where I dated a guy that did not want to move, and I tried to stay here and make it work with him, and now I'm stuck here, and I don't want to be here, so I would rather not do that again. Um, so I told him I didn't want nothing to do with him that, and I told him something big was coming up and then he didn't call me on the day to check on how I was feeling. So, um, I ended up calling him back like later to talk about the situation and he was like, Oh, well, actually I think like I did, you shouldn't assume that I wasn't interested, blase, blase. But anyway, to make a long story short, he was like telling me that, you know, he's not trying to hold me back, but, you know, it is what it is, whatever, whatever. He was going to follow my lead. So I'm like, okay, so he clearly doesn't care that much, and neither do I. So I think I should go with my gut and just let's go our separate ways. Because if he's a decent man, I'm not going to try and hold him back to date me, somebody who don't want to live in the same state as him, when he could date somebody else that's on his level who wants to live where he wants to live. Because a lot of people want to live here. It's just not someplace I want to live anymore. So I would rather be motivated and focus on doing what I got to do. And then also, most guys, they can only give you sex and problems because it's not like the guys that I date take care of me. No one pays my bills. No one takes care of me financially. So I cannot get any type of financial support. Like my brother bought a house and his girlfriend financially supported him. She helped to save for that house. That's financial support. And now she lives with him and he takes care of her. She does not work. So they did teamwork. I don't find guys like that. I tried to do that. And my ex did not want to go half on house with me. He didn't want to even live with me. He wanted to live with his dad. And I feel like that was stupid because he was always talking about how he wanted to have a kid. 
but he didn't even want to live with me. Like, I don't, don't ask me how that works, but I broke up with him. Anyways, <coughs> I'm saying all this to say the guys that I date, they don't help me out with anything. If we are intimate, cool, but other than that, it's usually, okay, I might have some fun with you, but the fun I'm having with you, I could have been working, making money, so I could pay my bills and save so I could move. Why am I going to be hanging out with you, somebody that I'm hanging out with you, when I could be doing something way more important, like making money, so I could get out of here. Now, if I make if I meet a guy who makes a real good living and can actually take care of me financially, then yeah, I can hang out with him more because I'm getting paid to. But right now, especially, I need to get paid. I'm not going to be, because if I'm broke and I'm like, oh, can I get help? They don't help. I'm not going to get help from him. You know, these guys are quick to say, why do you need me for money? Why can't you take care of yourself? They want to be feminist all of a sudden when it comes to finance. So, But they want you to cook for them, clean for them, take care of them, and do all this, then the third. And I don't have time for it. So now I'm just like, I need to be focused. I need to make money. I need to get out of New York. But I say all this to say, like, when I was talking to my homegirl or whatever over the phone about the situation, she's going to say, oh, if you like him and you were getting along with him, then what's the problem with just dating him long distance? I'm like, oh my God. I hate how black women are always trying to encourage other black women to settle. I don't want a long distance boyfriend. I want to get married. I want a husband. I don't want to live in New York and I don't want to feel connected to New York. I want to leave New York. I hate it here. New York is an awful place to live. I don't recommend that anybody move here. Like seriously, people are rude. People do not say hello. I'm not even like, I, I was speaking to a doctor and told them like, I, I'm going to move out of New York. I don't really feel like I fit in here. You know, people are not friendly. And then my doctor interjects and says, yeah, you say hello to them. And they act like you're doing something wrong by saying hello to them. A doctor. You know how much people respect doctors? Like when you say you're a doctor, people kiss your ass and act like you're God's gift to the world medical doctors especially and even she a medical doctor this is a south asian woman light-skinned woman straight hair you know she's not like somebody that people would look at and have negative stereotypes about i'm pretty sure she doesn't live in a ghetto neighborhood she makes a good living she's an educated person and she's dealing with the same hostility that i deal with I saw a travel vlogger who said New York was her least favorite city because of how unfriendly it is. I've spoken to a lot of people who've said the same thing that I'm saying. Because for a while, I thought it was just me. Maybe something's off. Maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe it's because I'm black. I don't know. But as I've looked into travel vloggers on YouTube and just spoken to people behind on like living here like a lot of people it'll just they'll come out and say the same thing and I have so many relatives that's moving out of New York this is not a good place to live it's overpriced it's not expensive it's overpriced it's very um negative environment the weather sucks it's it's awful but some people, especially when they're in their early 20s, it's a fun place to live because it's a lot to do. 
there are a lot of museums. There are a lot of different shows. I've been to so many Broadway plays. I threw away most of the booklets that I got back then. I really wish I hadn't, but I've been to, I don't even know how many. I used to have a whole drawer full of those pamphlets. And, um, you know, I've been to uh, so many restaurants, so many parks, so many bars, so many nightclubs, so many movie theaters. So when you're young and you just want a little bit of excitement, then that's something nice to explore all of those places. But I've been everywhere. I mean, it's, you know, the Botanical Gardens, the zoo, I've been everywhere, so I'm from here, you know, you would expect that. So many malls, <coughs> just like everything, and it's like after you have all your fun, what do you have? Like, it's really hard to buy a house when the average price of a house is a million dollars or half a million dollars. It's really hard to buy a car when you have to pay for parking. It's really hard just to live someplace where you go and say hi to your coworkers and they look at you like you're stupid when they were just talking to you the day before. And it's so many people who complain about that, but that's just how it is. Like, it's just so much hostility. Everybody's stressed out. Everybody's got to work so many jobs just to make ends meet. It's like not a good way to live. Like, it's not a good, pleasant place to be. Um... It's not a community. It's just not a good place to live. You know, so many scammers, so many many people renting out illegal rooms and scamming people out of their money. Um, The crime rate's going up. It's easy to get shot out here now because there's shootings all the time in the middle of the day in certain areas. It's just dangerous and it's just awful. So I'm just very determined to get out of here. And I don't want to date anybody that has me feeling like I'm connected to this place because most of my family is moving out of here and a lot of my friends have already left the woman who I was talking to she already left so I'm just to the point where now I'm not gonna settle I'm not gonna do a long distance relationship I also told her that there was another guy who was talking to me who, no, he didn't talk to me. He liked my picture, but it showed that he liked my friend's picture. It showed because it was on Facebook. And I was like, oh, well, if I can see this. I'm pretty sure he saw it too, and he still liked me. Now, he was in medical school, and I told her he's messy. I would never talk to him, and I don't even want to talk to a medical student anyway. And she was like, why? She started getting an attitude, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, I started trying to explain to her how it works. It's not the same as dating someone who's a doctor. First of all, if someone's in medical school, you don't know if they're going to finish and become a doctor. Usually they will, but they don't all finish. And usually most people who finish medical school, they leave out of school like 2000 or sometimes $4,000 worth of debt. Unless they have a union, let's say they're a nurse and they go to medical school and they're in the 1199 union that pays for them to go to school then that's different. They might leave out with like no debt or very little debt, depending on how they do it. Because I know in undergrad, they pay for like six credits a semester and full-time is like 12, but you can just go part-time and take longer or you can pay the difference um, with your job. The pay's pretty good. So you might not have any debt or you might have very little debt. Anyway, you can do that if you have a great union that pays for you to go to school, which I have met nurses that are in medical school. So that does happen. 
Or what's more common is you can um, go to the military and have the military pay for you to become a doctor. I've seen that on television. Um, I'm sure a lot of people do that. Or if you have family who has a co- who have created a college fund for you, maybe your union pays for you to go get your bachelor's, but they're not paying for your graduate um, level education. So then you use your college fund for that or your trust fund or whatever. So, But most people just take out student loans. And when you take out student loans, you can leave at school with about $200,000 dollars $400,000 worth of debt. And then when you do your residency, you're only getting paid like $60,000 or whatever. So once you finish your residency, then you start working. And a lot of doctors make like $200,000 a year. But then a lot of doctors want to flex. And it takes so long to get the degree that they want to like have fun and travel and stuff like that. So it takes them a long time to pay off their student loans. Now, if you've been working as a doctor for like eight years, then yeah, you're making a good salary or whatever. But if you're like trying to, if you're not like managing your money right, it could take you a really long time to pay off all that debt. And also, a lot of doctors, like, I mean, a lot of med students, um, and this guy, he's black. I could tell you he's African. Most black American doctors are African. So it's like, the chances that he comes from money, I've met Africans who come from money. Don't get it twisted. But he probably doesn't come from that much money. So he probably doesn't have a trust fund or a, a college fund. So X that out. Um, he didn't say anything about me in the military. If he was, he would have said it. They're always proud. So X that out. And he, I mean, he could be in a union, but probably not. Most people are not if they're in medical school, unless they're also a nurse. And he didn't say that he was a nurse, but he said that he was a med student. So X that out. So he's got all this damn debt. Where is he taking me? What is he doing with me? Especially <coughs> when I'm trying to move. Now, if he's a doctor and I tell him I want to move and he really likes me, he'll more than likely, <coughs> excuse me, have that flexibility. I don't have the Rona. I just have something in my throat and I'm trying to like get it out, but it won't come out. Don't mind me. Anyways, if he um is a doctor and he likes me and he wants to date me and I say, I want to move out of state. He can move with me. Like, he can take his certifications and transfer them or do whatever he has to do and move wherever I want to move. If I'm telling him I'm having financial hardship and he actually cares about me, he can help me. If you're in medical school, you can't even help nobody but yourself to try and get good grades. You don't have the time or the money to be helping out somebody. Just because he has the potential of making money, he's not making any money right now. And medical school is very time-consuming. It's very difficult. I don't have time. I'm trying to leave in a few months. So I'm not going to try to hold some doctor down. Then you're going to be like, oh, well, this lady, she's like, oh, well, if you have built a foundation, he's not going to just leave you. That doesn't make sense. I'm like, why are black women so naive? I have seen so many men of all races, but particularly black men, date whatever they can get when they're on the come up like men are not like women they're not like oh we built this foundation we're gonna stay together we love each other black i mean men care about looks like men care about looks they care about sex they care about status symbols and they're gonna give what they're gonna take what they can get when they can get it but as soon as they really 
get to where they want to go. They're going to level up and get that young, cute girl that they always wanted. I have seen very few celebrities stay with the same women that they were with when they were broke. Even on Seinfeld, there was a whole episode about it where Elaine dated this guy who was going to medical school because she wanted to be with a doctor so bad. And then as soon as he finished medical school, he said, oh, well, you know, there's a rule where we have to leave the girl that we were with when we were in school as soon as we finish and get the girl that we really want. Like, it's like such a trope that they had a whole Seinfeld episode about it. You know, Seinfeld was all about, it was like the original meme. It was just all about making fun of everyday things that happen because that happens so often. I even saw a a true crime episode of a woman who held her man down while he was going to medical school and then he went to law school right after. So he spent like, I don't know how many years in four years in undergrad, I think maybe six years getting his medical degree and then another three years getting his law degree. And she's like, oh my God, I'm going to be the wife of a doctor and a lawyer. She worked two jobs holding him down. As soon as he finished school, he was cheating on her and planning on leaving her. She killed him. That's how mad she was at him. So this stuff happens all the time. But people want to act like it doesn't. And I'm like, how are y'all so blind that you don't even see what's right in front of your face? Like, it happens all the time. Men want what they want, and they're very superficial, most of them. Especially a guy who could talk to two friends. But she's like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to you, but you're not the person I'm trying to date, are you? See, I didn't say that, but if I would have said that, I would have been wrong, right? But the whole thing, that would have been hate speech, I guess. But anyways, I just hate how black women are so pressured into lowering our standards and dating low-life guys and dating guys that are not what we want. I did that all throughout my 20s, and it got me nowhere, and I'm not doing that in my 30s. You know, I'm grown. I take care of myself. Nobody takes care of me, so I can do whatever I want to do. I am going to work hard. I'm going to save. I'm going to get out of New York. I did the dating app thing. I saw what was out there. <clears throat> I had some hits. I had some misses. Overall, I would say it was a good experience. And when I move, <clears throat> I'm just going to get as many apps as I can. And I'm just going to date as many guys as I can online. Um, in this country, out of the country, y'all might see me on 90 Day Fiance. Now I'm playing. <laughs> but, like, I'm just going to do whatever. Whatever I can date, I'm going to date until I get the kind of guy that I want to get. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to be doing me. Working hard, bettering myself, focusing on what I got to do for my level up journey. I'm not about to settle anymore because I don't have kids. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to adopt. I'm going to also give birth. And I want to make sure that I have a decent man to raise my kids with. I'm not going to be raising my kids with any dirt bag just so I can say I have a man. And I'm not going to stay in New York. I'm not going to let anybody hold me back here anymore. I need to get my money right. I need to get my career in order so that I can get out of New York. And I got a new job. And now I just need to work as many hours as I can so I can save up. It's really hard with this expensive rent, but it's possible. So I'm going to do it. My brother already did it and I'm going to do it. 
and I have my mind made up already so it's annoying when people like do stuff that's like annoying to me but it is what it is and I'm not gonna trip over it I'm gonna just do what I gotta do and call it a day because like ultimately it doesn't make a lot of sense to be all upset or like bitter or mad over the fact that people don't understand what I'm trying to do because I'm just like somebody who sees the world as it is like I'm not somebody who's easily disillusioned I see the world as it is I see hypocrisy I see everyone as being equal and I see what people really do not what people should do not what people would do in my fantasy version of reality I see reality as it is and sometimes I can be a little mean I mean I did get kicked off of YouTube for hate speech (laughs) no but in general you know I try to be fair and nice and I do fight fire with fire when you go low I do get lower and lower and lower like little John get low get low get low not playing but I do you know sometimes I do I do get upset and I'm not perfect but I think for me now where I'm at now in life is I just want to better myself like I'm really on a level up journey like I'm really trying to like get to the next level for real like I'm trying to stay away from the negativity all the pro-black hotep stuff I'm done with. I'm for self. You know, I'm for bettering myself. I'm for surrounding myself with people that are positive. Any videos that I see that are negative, I can watch a part of it to know what's going on. And I still love my celebrity gossip. Don't get it twisted. But I'm not going to be so in depth in that world commenting back and forth arguing with people being negative and getting real nasty over stuff that you know you know I look back and I think about it like I had all those arguments with people and how many of them did I really change probably none you know I had so many arguments with those people and left out and felt like annoyed by the situation because I'm like why do people just want to sit here and hate on black women so much but they still hating on black women now me writing those comments didn't do anything like I'm not gonna lie like there are certain things that I was saying back then certain kinds of hypocrisy that I mentioned where I have noticed a difference I do feel like the internet is waking people up the commentary is helping out somewhat but it's a lot of people you know there's millions of people out there making content I'm not the only person so why do I have to focus so much on my energy I would rather leave a few comments here and there have my own podcast here you know have where I'm talking about my own thing I can't even read y'all's comments and I don't really care what people have to say in the comments um YouTube Facebook, all these other platforms, people can comment. And the people who agree with me on my platform, they can watch what I'm saying. They can see what I'm doing. And if they agree, they agree. And if they don't agree, then they don't have to. I would rather it be like that. This can be my platform where I can express myself. And for the most part, I do try to keep it really positive. I do. You know, in this episode, I'm being very transparent about where I am in terms of wanting to move, in terms of, you know, 
turning over a new leaf on social media in terms of, you know, dating, you know, I'm being pretty transparent. For the most part, I'm not like somebody who wants to like spill my guts on every episode, but I definitely feel like I'm at a turning point. Like I'm really like trying to better myself now, basically. And I feel like being more positive and focusing on the good rather than focusing on the bad is what I need to be doing. And it's annoying when I see other people who try to like tell me date a guy who's broke or date a guy who's not fully where where he wants to be because you're not. I can date. I don't have to date somebody who's in my same situation. I dated guys who made less money than me. Plenty. And nobody complained. Because as a black woman, that's fine to date down. So if I want to date up, I can do that too. The And the one thing I realized this year in 2020, the world is my oyster. And life is not guaranteed. And life is not a uphill thing. Life is zigzaggy and all over the place. You can have all of these plans and life can just change overnight. You know, I was in cosmetology school and the same day I went to get my exams, I mean to get my physical so I could take my exam, boom, everything shut down. Same day, I'm in the doctor's office and I'm looking at the news and the governor is talking about shutting everything down, the mayor is shutting everything down. And I'm like, what? But I had this plan and I had that plan. I had a vacation plan. Everything was supposed to go good 2020 and it didn't. And you know what? That's fine because everything's still going to work out in this in God's plan and when it's supposed to. But it was crazy how people want to sit back and do all of this talking about black women. But one day they're not going to be around to talk about black women. And if there is a such thing as Judgment Day, what are they going to have to say to defend themselves about bullying this one demographic of people? You know, when their grandchildren see them and they look back, like how we look back at our ancestors and we, you know, watch documentaries and stuff and we see lynching videos and stuff. How how do you think those people feel about seeing their grandparents lynching people? You think they're proud of that? If they're not bigots, I'm sure they're not. So how are you going to feel when it's your turn? When it's your turn to look and see, wow, my grandkids are going to look back on my legacy online and see me promoting hate speech. Like, I don't want to be that person. I want to be positive. I want to leave a good legacy. I want my grandkids 100 years from now, my descendants to be able to listen to my podcast or If I ever write a book or anything, like, I want them to be like, wow, she was a real positive person. And she wasn't perfect, but, like, she grew a lot and she did what what she had to do to get where she wanted to go. You know, I want my family to be proud of me. I don't want to be this negative person. You know, I'm not striving for perfection, but I'm striving for the best version of me. And that's really where I'm at right now. And I view everyone as being equal to me. I don't view anyone as being better or worse. So I don't want anyone viewing me as better or worse. I just want to be treated with respect. And that's really where I'm at right now. So I'm going to just try to keep it positive. You know, and that's all that I can do at this point in time. But thank you all for listening. You know, on average, I've been getting um, a small amount of viewership. But, you know, I really like 
having my podcast. It's a great outlet. I come here sometimes. I say what I feel in my heart and what I'm thinking. And it's been great for me. I really love this podcast. I appreciate everyone who listens. I even have a few people who favorited this podcast. Thank you all for that, for your support. And, um, you know, I know a lot of you may not agree with everything that I say, but, you know, the people who do agree with me and the people who do listen to me and support me, thank you all again. Um, and I'll talk to you all later.